Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Thanks, Eamon and Stephen. You are listening to News Talks Lunchtime Live. Andrea Gilligan uh, here with you, of course, as always, till two this Wednesday afternoon. Um, ah, look, we said today we were going to open the phone lines and we're going to celebrate the uh, the Irish soccer team, the women's team, last night and securing World Cup qualification. We've just been asking people today, how do you feel? I mean, if you follow the team for years, what does it mean for Irish soccer? Um, what does it mean for the young people, you know, that are playing in uh, in football clubs across the country? How inspirational? Um, what does it mean to them? And, and what will it do for the sport? 53106 as always. is the text line number if you do want to get in touch. We had a great chat with um, Amber Barrett's dad here in the programme, Sean Paul, a little earlier today. You can listen back as always. That's on the, the News Talk app there. You can subscribe to Lunchtime Live. And, and he just, you know, he talked about um, Amber growing up. And, you know, that uh, that goal that you saw and witnessed scored last night, he said, has been a, that's been in training for quite some time um, back at home in, in Donegal. But lovely memories, great messages and a lot of support coming in. Now, the other side of this story today, um, and it's really unfortunate that, that we're talking about it, but that is what people are talking about. It's the um, it's the post-match celebrations that took place in the dressing room and um, the video, the footage that's emerged of the Republic of Ireland players singing a pro IRA song. Take a listen. So that's the footage uh, from the video last night and the Football Association, the FAI, um, the women's national team manager, Vera Pau, they've both been out in the past two hours today apologising for any offence caused by um, by that song that was sung by players in the dressing room last night after their World Cup qualification. And uh, we've been asking you, what's your view on this today? Like, does this actually taint now the victory last night? Or is it a case that we've had this conversation time and time again and Maybe maybe people don't even notice. Maybe maybe people don't care. They don't mind. It's not something at all that will overshadow the victory. Um, take a listen though to uh, to well some of the players are even too are actually talking about this. Uh, Chloe Mustaki has been talking about this as well in the last hour. Look, we're all really sorry here um, in Dublin. Obviously, massive lapse in judgment on our end. Um, you know, lots going on when the final whistle went, and we absolutely didn't mean to cause any hurt on our end. So we we do really apologise for that. Absolutely. How embarrassed are the players by this video? Yeah, uh, quite embarrassed. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot going on in the change rooms um, uh, in such a such a major moment. So, um, lots of different songs, you know, being put on left, right, and centre. So, look, we are incredibly embarrassed in this moment in time. Um, didn't mean any hurt on our end. So, we do really apologise for that. Yeah. It- I guess it it raises the question, does it highlight the need for education on issues like this? Is that something you'd be for? Um, I don't really think so. I think, you know, um, we need to learn in these moments um, to to be better and to do better. Um, You know, we've all been brought up um, knowing a lot about, you know, Irish history. So, um, you know, we just need to be better in moments like this. uh, And uh, we recognise that absolutely on our end. Yeah, that's Chloe Mustaki there speaking on Sky News uh, this lunchtime. Mark Tighe is a news reporter with the Sunday Independent and he's on the line as well. Uh, Mark, does this overshadow the victory last night? Hi, Andrea. Well, I suppose, look, in, in the short, immediate term, it, it, 
it is this morning. You know, you have like you see Sky Sports and The Guardian, and you know international media now are picking up on this. And you know, it is unfortunate that you have someone like who's so eloquent there and such a good um, standard bearer for Arne Chloe Mustaki. You know, he's being grilled on uh, Sky Sports News over over this. You know, what happened in the dressing room afterwards. So yeah, it's it's a moment of uh, idiocy. It was a collective idiocy um, among the team. You know, to to sing like what like this is a, a verse from Celtic Symphony. It's um, a song you know written by the Wolf Tones to to celebrate Celtic, and there's a, a chorus in it. You know, it goes up up the ra. And you know, when this first emerged last night, a lot of people were saying it was fake. They couldn't believe it was genuine. People were saying that they're saying up Vera Pau even. <laughs> but you know, it's it's clearly like they're they're it's a, it's a well known song. It's a mm-hmm. song that causes a lot of controversy when it nowadays. You know and you know, I've been speaking to people like um, Perry Ogden from uh, Sport Against Racism in Ireland. You know, he's just dumbfounded that the, the team would do this. And um, yeah, unfortunately, look, what 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 the, the women have achieved last night is groundbreaking. You know, in terms of Irish sport, if they're the first team to qualify for the World Cup, which has been running since 1991, what they've achieved will stand in history. But it's just unfortunate, yeah, that this is something that's it will upset a lot of people. Will garner a lot of attention, and you know it takes the the gloss of what's mm. an amazing achievement. Just just in the immediate term, I think. And ho- look, I think Chloe spoke very well there. The team will obviously learn from this. Um, know that you know some, using a song like that is, is quite insensitive, and you know it, it it'll cause a brouhaha for 24 hours, 48 hours. But you know what they've achieved last night, and what we're all looking forward to next year in the World Cup, I think is. Will, will last in history as a, as a great achievement. Yeah. So, so, so there, there is an impact, Mark, in the the short term uh, right now today. And I know it's what we're talking about. And like, let's be honest, this isn't what we want to be talking about today. And I started the program an hour ago, and you know, made it very clear that we wanted to chat about what a great celebration today is. We want to talk to people who've been fans and followed the Irish team for years, and you know, like what this means to them. And yet, here we are, and we're having this conversation. And like, the thing is, Mark, it's not the first first time, not in the context of, of, of the, the women's soccer team, but it's not the first time we've had this conversation. And rebel songs and, and songs um, like the clip we just played there a few moments ago, they are sang too often in dressing rooms. Oh, well, look, I, I remember going to like a Celtic versus Ireland testimonial match uh, from Donegal um, must be 30 years ago now. And I was shocked, you know, the wolf tones and the kind of bigot- bigoted songs that were sung on the bus on the way down. It's a problem, you know, um, national teams, uh, club teams can be fined for singing pro or anti-IRA songs. And there's a recent case of a footballer in Larne who was sacked for wearing an Up the, up the Ra t-shirt. Uh, you know, we had Declan Rice, when he was still an Irish player, uh, posting Up the Ra on his Instagram account. Um, you know, it can, it can, there's a different culture now, thankfully. And, you know, if you want to be inclusive, you want people from all uh, walks of life to be in your team, support your team. You know, I don't, you can't be glorifying um, the IRA. And, you know, I saw Bobby McDonough tweeting. Uh, he's a former um, Irish ambassador to the EU and the UK going, you know, it, it was brilliant seeing, you know, um, Amber Barr from Donegal, um, you know, dedicating that ma- her goal and the win to the innocent people killed in Donegal. And he's saying, well, look, what about all the innocent civilians killed by the IRA when, you know, the, the, the families of those people will, you know, will obviously be hurting when they say, oh, you know, these women that they rightly look up to are singing those songs. I know there's... They were singing other songs. They were singing Taylor Swift uh, songs in the dressing room, and then someone put decided, you know, I'm put on the playlist. I'm going to put on Celtic Symphony, which includes that verse. I know going to, I've been to all the home games with my daughter. You know, she's a huge fan of Katie McCabe, and 
and um, the, 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 all the other girls in the team. They're just, you know, Courtney Brosnan, especially in goal, you know, it's, it's big uh, idol from, from my daughter, the goalkeeper. She loves watching her play. So it's unfortunate to see them, you know, dancing around, singing up the rat. Look, and, but then on the other hand, I don't think uh, the women should be lambasted. You know, and I've, I think there's already a backlash, you know, to, to that kind of aggressive questioning, you know, of Chloe Mustaki on Sky Sports News. So, um, yeah, I think they've accepted they're wrong, and it's, yeah. it's great to see. You know, before we would have John Delaney as the CEO of the FAI, he himself got into trouble for singing rebel songs, and you know, he really, you know, um, attacked people for questioning him even on that. You know, he was attacking people for being sly and recording him. In this case, you know, uh, Vera Powell was straight out this morning. She was, yeah. Straight out and have apologised, you know, and they put their hands up and accepted they were wrong. Look, and it, it may have a short term, even if you look at the commercial aspect, you know, the, the women's team are such a success story. They've got Sky as a sponsor. They've got Cadbury's as a sponsor. You know, the men's team haven't been able to attract a sponsor now in two years. And so it does take a bit of the the uh, gloss off them as a, you know, as a, as a package and as someone that everyone can just stand up and applaud. So, you know, people like Jamie Bryson this morning, uh, you know, this uh, loyalist who loves having a go at, 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 at anyone who has a nationalist kind of event, you know, he's saying this is, you know, what kind of peace process do we have? So all the, he's clearly overstating it. This is a, a silly, stupid mistake. But um, okay. I think the, 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 the women have, have done well here in putting their hands up and saying, you know, accepting it and not trying to weasel out of it. No, and, and to be fair, you're right. I mean, ju- just shortly before we came on air, the FAI statement came out. Um, team manager Vera Pau played a short clip there of, of Chloe Mustaki in her interview. Anya Gorman has been out as well, echoing the, the FAI apology. So they have come out and, and, and put their, their hands up for sure. Uh, stay with us, Mark. Joey Malone, who's the assistant manager at the Shelburne Women's National League team, is with us as well here in Lunchtime Live. Uh, Joey, why did you get in touch about this? Oh, just, just Andrew, first of all, I just think that I agree with Amber's dad. It, it was regrettable, but you know, here we are, like one, one of the, the most fantastic achievements for for Irish sport in a long time. The women's team qualifying for the World Cup, and here we are talking all, all the negatives. I know it's it's it, the song itself is probably sung up and down every every ground, especially at Celtic. I had Mark talk about it there, but you find that in in in, in every football ground and in every football team, there's a song that comes out. It's 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 as I said, it was regrettable, but what a fantastic achievement for the for the for the game here in Ireland for the team. First of all, qualifying for the World Cup, but what a fill up it'll be for the game here as well. And I, I just feel that the media, including yourself and all, should be talking on the positive side of things, and and we shouldn't be spending too long on this. It was a, a mistake. It's regrettable, but mm-hmm. I think you know overall, it's it's been a fantastic achievement for the girls. The first time to ever to qualify for the World Cup finals and. And I think most of the most of the media today should be talking on that, and and we should push push that to one side as as a, a slight little mistake. It's it's it, it is a little bit regrettable, but um, overall, in the context of things, what a fantastic achievement for the girls. And I think Chloe spoke very very well there. Um, the girls do regret it. Um, it's it's. So one of many songs they probably sang last night. Mm. Well, and, they said and that. They, 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 they said that absolutely. Is that fair, Mark? I mean, should the media just not talk about this? No, look, I, I, his point is, is valid. You know, like, and I, that's what I said. You know, I think you know this is um, a silly, stupid thing that they did. You know, it's, it's shocking to see the whole team getting involved and seeing who are up there. But you know, uh, the, the, in fairness, they put their hands up today. It is a story. The media have to cover that. And that's our job, you know, to report. Like most people, when they were seeing that online yesterday or last night or even this morning, were, were claiming it was fake. Uh, you know, the media are reporting the facts on this. But I think he's, he's completely correct in saying that 
you know, the, the bigger story here is Ireland qualifying mm-hmm. for its first ever World Cup. These women have achieved it. It's amazing. Like, they're the lowest seed I think, to qualify out of Europe. They went to Scotland, beat them 1-0, scored a fantastic goal from Amber Barrett. You know, that pass is just amazing. Uh, with a penalty save, you know, they've really upset the odds. Vera Pau is, is an amazing story in herself and what she's been through this year. Um, you know, dealing, you know, with uh, talking about her, her own experience of being allegedly raped over in Holland and all the, the, the kind of sexism that she suffered. Um, and, you know, we if you look back even five years ago, the Irish team had to threaten to go on strike. The women's That's team, right. they were changing yeah. in, um, in, in, the, in Dublin Airport uh, toilets. Um, because the FBI, you know, were demanding that they give them their tracksuits back. You know, I spoke to women who used to wear, you know, tracksuits from the men's team, you know, which are two or three sizes too big for them. And, you know, they really put the foot down at the time when the FBI were spending money on John Delaney's, John Delaney's birthday party, paying for his rent. The women, you know, and people like Katie McCabe, they put their foot down and said, this isn't enough. We needed to do this better. And look, what the, look here we are five years, uh, six months and five days later, they qualified for the first ever World Cup. Yeah. So what the women have achieved there, you know, Emma Byrne and um, others who led that um, action who are, who are no longer with the team, they can all be very proud of, of what they set in motion and what was, you know, culminated with an unbelievable result last night get Ireland to the very first World Cup. Absolutely. So yeah, that, that Absolutely. Un- un- undoubtedly and is the biggest story. I, I, I don't think, I, I don't think for, for one minute, Joey, that people, you know, or our mark, that the people want to take away from the, the success of last night. But like, I have to be honest, you know, with you, Joey, like the, some of the texts coming in today, and it's not even some of the texts, sorry, it's, it's the majority of the texts today are from people to say, like Claire and Wicklow, they've let themselves die in with the chant. It's really regrettable for a lot of people in this country. It's no joke. Uh, another listener again, congratulations to the Irish team, but very disappointed to hear the song sang last night. I actually thought it must have been a joke. This listener, please talk, Andrea, about the uh, the up the rat chanting in the dressing room. Shocking stuff. I wonder if gender equality will apply to the coverage of this sort of hate speech. Says this texter. Five three one. I think Andrea, if 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 it's a uh, like someone will somebody, and I think I said it in the text. Somebody will always find something to give out about. But when when you look at at, at the game itself, and Marcus just talked with me and the achievement of it. I mean, if Ronaldo had to score the goal, because I mean, Amber Bradley, for me, I thought she was going to try put a score with the inside of her foot, but she actually used the bridge. But she actually like used the bridge before, like to, to it was an unbelievable skill. The goal itself. And, and I think also, I mean, the clubs have been in, in, in talks with the, the FAI in, in relation to making the league, deeming the league, the National League here professional. And this will be a huge boost. This will help with the process going to UEFA with, with getting our own league here into a professional league. And, and I, I read something there just before the European Nations Championship for England. One of the past players, a woman in her 60s, said that, you know, the, the league, when the league turned professional, that's how England ended up winning the European Nations League, our Nations Cup there uh, some months back. It was because the league turned professional and we need to do that here in this country. Okay. We need okay. to turn our league into a professional league. And this will be a great boost from, from what the girls done last night. It's certainly going to help the game. And I, I was listening to your young, uh, one of your listeners there talking about young kids as well. As well. Yeah. This yeah. also was going to be a benefit to the young kids it growing will. up. What the, what the team have done last night is going to be a great benefit to everyone yeah. in this country. So, Councillor Alan Hayes has got in touch with us as well um, about this. Alan, what's your view on it? Hi, Andrea. Firstly, to say congratulations to the Irish team, to Vera, all the players and the background staff who got us to this place. Um, and what a memorable night and a historic occasion for us to reach, to go straight through um, to, the, to the World Cup finals next summer. It's an amazing achievement. Um, Mark and Joey have both mentioned, you know, that, that this 
takes away it's a bit of a distraction away from from that achievement and i hope that um that that we'll be able to continue to celebrate that achievement in in the months ahead mm. um i think that uh, it's right and proper that the players and the management have come out and apologized for for what happened i think it's it's natural emotions are high uh, in the dressing rooms when you've just reached you know the, the the pinnacle of your sporting career to 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 get to where you've got to um but i think that it's important that we don't let these matters slip either and i think that um uh, you know a, a song uh, you know a chant like that i think the only version of it that should ever be sung is ooh ah paul mcgrath ooh ah paul mcgrath and not what they sang last night i i don't believe it was deliberate i don't believe that they critically thought about what they were singing and what they were saying and what the meaning behind it is. Um, I, I put out a message, uh, a, a tweet in the middle of the night somewhere. Um, I, I think I woke up at four o'clock in the morning um, for some reason. Um, I had a look at the phone, which I shouldn't have done, and I saw the video. And I put up a message asking if this was real or not because I couldn't believe it. I was taken back. Um, and I knew that it was going to be a furor about it. I think what's so jarring about it for me is that this was that even hearing interviews on the radios this morning with, mm. with children going to school and um, girls who play football and and uh, saying that these women and rightly so are role models for them. But also hearing in the post-match interviews last night, the Irish players saying that they want to be role models. And I think that that's what's so jarring is that we're celebrating such a brilliant occasion. And then for something like this to, to jolt me uh, in the middle of it um, is, is what I find very difficult to, to, to comprehend. I don't think it was deliberate, um, but it is quite shocking. And I think sport is sport and it shouldn't be politics. Um, and I, um, but uh, most of these players were born either in and around or after the Good Friday Agreement. I don't believe that the reality of um, of IRA atrocities um, are to the forefront of uh, this generation's mind, and um, and I think that when you know uh, through the troubles from whatever side, when innocent children and adults were killed indiscriminately um, by bombs and bullets, that is what this celebrates. That, that that phrase and, the and, fa- and just the, the, the fact Alan that you know like to, to, to be fair and as Mark pointed out and, and Joey as well um, and I don't want to say to give credit where it's due but, but to acknowledge when the video emerged I know it did emerge last night and there was questions over whether it was from last night and, and then when that was clarified today and like the FAI were out quick today they've said sorry Vera Pau apologised Chloe Mustaki very openly there on Sky Sport I played a short bit really embarrassed need to learn uh, from this incident uh, other players as well Anya Gorman out echoing as well the FAI does that put it to bed now it's done I think for this team I think uh, I genuinely believe um, that they didn't mean to do it and they were carried away but what it does point to is that these these chants get sung in sports clubs, in pubs, on buses, wherever we are, in sing songs, and we don't actually think about what they mean. We just join in because we get carried away with the tempo of something. And I think that you know when Chloe was interviewed by was it Sky, yeah, um, and and um, they said like, is there is there need for education on this? Chloe's 
opinion on that was no, that they need to be better and do better. And I agree with her on that. But actually, I think there is a need for education that if we uh, as professional sports people um, can make can, can can do something like this uh, in the changing rooms um, and, and that the, the, the management and staff who are in the background um, don't step in uh, to, to stop it. Well, then there is a need for education okay. because okay. there are people's lives um, that have suffered as a result of that violence over all those years need to be incendiary and to try and dig that stuff yeah. back up. Okay, but we can't forget it. There's a huge reaction to this here on the text line uh, this afternoon. Um, Mark, Joey, Alan, stay with us. We're just going to take a short break. We are going to come back to this. 53106. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Well, we started the programme here in Lunchtime Live earlier today um, and I opened the phone lines and we're celebrating the World Cup qualification by the Irish uh, football team, the women's team last night and the fact that they're heading to Australia next year and such a fantastic achievement. Great for sport, great for um, Irish soccer, women's soccer and for all of the young players out there today looking up to so many, so many role models and just such, such a great achievement and we've been asking people to get in touch. Now, since that... This video emerged of um, people singing, well, the, the team, basically, some of the team members singing in the dressing room last night, uh, singing a pro IRA song in the aftermath of their qualification. And today, to be fair, the FAI, they've come out quick and apologised, as too has the team manager, uh, Vera Pau, and some of the players. We played a short bit of Chloe Mustaki on the show. Um, but listeners are still getting in touch about this. Mike says, why don't the media give this type of coverage to the abuse of Irish players uh, like James McLean? Double standards as usual. Well done to the Irish girls last night. Another texter, I was disgusted to hear and to see the footage of the girls singing um, the uh, the IRA chant. Of course the media should be covering it. I think it's a- absolute backwards behaviour and it has taken the shine off the amazing victory from last night. Another listener very simply says, you hear this song being sang in pubs every weekend. Would you want up. Kevin is with us on the line. Kevin, what's your thoughts? Well, first of all, uh, something that Councillor Hayes said there about not understanding the song, it must be put on the record. This is not a pro IRA song. I sat down this morning when this controversy started and I googled the lyrics of the song. Ireland is not mentioned in any single word on the song. The song refers to graffiti in Glasgow on the way to Celtic Park and the graffiti says up the ra. That's what the song says. So uh, let's stop demonising people for words in a song, which is not what it's being portrayed as. For instance, let's look at other sports. Rugby, the fields of Athenry. Against the famine and the crown, I rebelled, they shot me down. That's a song celebrating someone who actually says that they took up arms against the British state. We're not condemning that. We're not giving out to rugby fans for singing that. We're not giving out to rugby teams for singing it. We actually celebrate when people sing it. So it's about contextualising the song. I agree absolutely that the team were right to apologise if anybody took offence. But I think people need to look at the song in the context of the words. And indeed yourself, Andrea, you've called it a pro-IRA song. You played the clip, the, the six repetitions of Up the Ra. You didn't play the chorus before. It just talks about graffiti on the wall, graffiti on the wall. It said... It quite clearly refers to the graffiti on the wall. It doesn't refer to Enniskillen, doesn't refer to the Shankle bomb, doesn't refer to anything. And if we're, you know, if we're going to take offence, I could take offence as a dairyman to every time someone plays the clip of Bono saying, this is not a rebel song about Sunday Bloody Sunday. It's a song about a team, fans going to support a team 
put it in that context. It's not a rebel song. It's not a pro-IRA song. And let's stop this nonsense. Let's celebrate the magnificent Irish achievement of Irish sports people getting to the pinnacle of their sport, no matter what the sport is. And let's stop letting other people create a controversy which shouldn't be there. Also, quick point that I would make, anybody outside of the island of Ireland and a few across in, in Britain would not know the song had anything to do with Ireland if they heard the song, because it doesn't mention Ireland anywhere. But the chorus, and I yeah. understand the the the, um, the context of the lyrics, and I, I fully, fully appreciate that, and I actually looked through it, funny you mentioned that, Kevin, earlier this the, this morning, but the chorus, ooh-ah, up the ra, is associated by many in support of the IRA. Whether that was the context of it, whether that's what it was, that was the way it was ever intended, that is, that's the, that's what it's associated with. But the the, the singers of the song can't be responsible for how people receive it. Let's be honest about that. For instance, you go to a party this weekend, Andrea, and I pull out my guitar and start playing Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Am I supporting drug use? So you don't think this overshadows at all the girls' victory last night? Not at all. A magnificent victory. Yeah. I'm not a soccer fan. I'm not a you know uh, I'm not a rugby fan either. But any sporting achievement by a team from Ireland on a world stage is well worth celebrating, and it shouldn't overshadow it. We're allowing it to overshadow it because we're allowing people to demonise the singing of a song, a song which, let's be honest, has never been banned. No one has ever asked the song to be banned. It's, it's played on the airwaves. Mm. RTE played it all the time. News Talk, I'm sure, played it at mm. times. The song is a perfectly legitimate song. It's the words of the chorus which refer to graffiti on the wall. Graffiti. The graffiti could equally have said, up the Royal Academy. You know what I mean? It's graffiti on the wall. It doesn't refer to any events that happened on the streets of Ireland ever. Let's bring in Sally Ann as well, because a lot of people, Kevin, getting in touch um, about this today, and I just want to hear people's views. I mean, do you agree with Kevin? Eighteen hundred four five three one zero six is the number. Uh, Sally Ann is on the line in in County Louth. Um, do you agree with Kevin? Hi. How are you? I do. Yes, I'm great. Thank you. And um, I'm really excited for the Ireland uh, soccer team. It's absolutely brilliant news. And the reason I got in touch today, Andrea, is because I feel like people have short memories and. Um, it wasn't that long ago, although I suppose 2018 is a while now, but when Mary Lou MacDonald was elected leader of Sinn Féin, I think if not the first um, speech she made very soon afterwards, at the very end, she used the slogan, Chucky Our Law. Uh, she kind of got away with that very quickly. And I really think that that was a much more important and much okay. more controversial well, I suppose, use of yeah, language and, and that There have been, been many, many times, sally in videos that have emerged in um, following, I mean, there have been election campaigns with the same, I think we were talking about, was it the exact same song we were talking about after the All-Ireland hurling final, the homecoming? No, it was Sean South of Gary Owen we were talking about here on the show that yeah. day. So this this is a, it's, it's a, I don't, it's not a constant, that's an over-exaggeration of it, but this is a conversation that happens um, following a lot of big national celebration, follows elections, follows various variety of, of different things. And I suppose, I, and I, 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 I hear your point, but what we're asking today is, does it take away from the girls' win? Because one of the things I would say, I mean, look, absolutely, I, I fully, I listened to Chloe Mustaki there speaking to Sky Sport earlier, and I would, don't doubt for one minute um, the point that she was making, which was, Songs were put on. They were in the heat of the moment. They sang the song. They've apologised. They need to learn from it. They're terribly embarrassed. And mm. they they want to park it and they want to move on. And there was no no hurt intended. And I would I would fully, fully, um, fully believe that from, from listening to the girls today about it. Because the reality is, these are all people that 
I mean, they're they're born they're born post nineteen ninety eight. They're not you know they're they're born in the aftermath of of the Good Friday Agreement. These are not people who remember thirty and forty decades ago. I mean, I think what I'm trying to make the point I was trying to make was which is more important: the fact that a possible um, future leader of our country can use language like that, and I think our girls genuinely don't really understand the connotations as you've said they're yeah. too young to really remember but I also think that they if you listen to it carefully the letter S comes in at the end um, of the final word in the chant which I think was them trying to be funny and I also did want to mention another controversial thing and um, the Brady Ham ad uh, come out you come out all of you black or it's not in black and tans but come out all of you hams which had the connotations about the black and tans song and everyone just thought that was quite funny so maybe it was meant to just be a joke but I I genuinely believe that the girls were just overexcited and uh, I really don't think it should overshadow this amazing success No absolutely not and I I would fully agree with you and I I think it's actually it is sad that we're this is what we're talking about today but I I can tell you Sally-Anne like there is no um there is no shortage of people, you know, who, who want to get in touch and want to chat about this. Like this texture, these girls haven't a clue what song they were singing last night. Another video, another texture. And this is an interesting point, you know, that keeps coming up. And I, I don't know, Kevin, if you're still with us there uh, on the show. There's a lot of messages coming in today from people talking about the fact that actually the, the people at fault here are those that recorded the video and posted the video. Like, do you have a view on that, Kevin? I do. I mean, there's a certain element of truth in that. You know, go back 30 years ago when I might have been in my sporting heyday and we were in a changing room celebrating, we might have been singing any song, but we didn't have smartphones that were able to record them, broadcast them straight away. So there is an element of that. But you know what? This is is actually, we're becoming the thought police here. And and some of the comments on social media and even on traditional media talking about education or re-education are quite frightening because we're, we're actually telling people what they should think. You know, well, none of us know what was in the mind of any one of those guys singing that song as they sang, because we're not. I'd people. say it never crossed their mind, Kevin. I would exactly. genuinely, genuinely it, think that. I'd say it yeah. never. It just. I'd say the song came on and, yeah. they, and they sang along. Sang, sang along, sang and I, I, yeah, I would a hundred percent. I would, would genuinely, I, I would believe that. And I heard Chloe Mustaki making that point um, a little bit, a little bit earlier today. Let's take a listen though to Sean Paul Barrett because I, Sean Paul is Amber Barrett, of course, the winning goal scorer last night. Um, Sean Paul was with us in the program a little earlier today, and he was on obviously to chat about the great achievement and the girls, uh, the girls' victory last night, and how proud he was of his daughter of. Amber watching the match while he was in work on television but I actually asked him for his reaction um, as a dad watching this video today take a listen what happened in the Dresden obviously it's regrettable um, I don't think I would read anything into the girls at all other than they're very proud Irish girls and proud of representing their, their, uh, their country yeah, Sean Paul Barrett with us a little earlier here in Lunchtime Live. You can listen back actually to that interview in full um, on the Newstalk app. Just subscribe there to Lunchtime Live. This listener by email, it's a song. There was English-born players in the dressing room. It means nothing. I was in Australia with lads from the Shankill Road who grew up in the Troubles and who would actually sing along for a laugh with us. It's all banter and fun these days, but I feel you can't say anything, according to this listener. Uh, Kevin's a rock of sense. 
absolutely correct. Measured, considered response. Such an unfortunate knee-jerk overreaction, I feel, to this video today. We're going to stay with this. 1800 453 106. Kevin Sally thanks for your thoughts. We're trying to get through as many of our callers here as possible. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.